Welcome to the Marriage Steps Podcast, where developing a long-lasting, happy relationship is the status symbol to achieve, and following my six marriage steps is a path to help get you there. The six steps are establishing a covenant foundation, owning your brokenness, learning to share power, developing emotional attachment, cultivating sexual fireworks, and staying in love. I'm your host, Dr. Wyatt Fisher, licensed psychologist and marriage counselor. If you believe in this podcast and like to help me keep it on the air, please consider becoming a monthly supporter by going to patreon.com forward slash marriage steps. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash marriage steps. Depending on your level of support, you'll receive a public thank you, a free marriage training module of your choice, or two free tickets to my next Total Marriage Refresh seminar. The next seminar, by the way, is coming up February 22nd in Denver, Colorado. So if that's of interest to you and you want to learn the six steps to marital satisfaction, be sure to come to my website, click on Marriage Retreats, and I'll look forward to seeing you there. Today, I'm going to talk about nine ways to increase a man's libido. Now, the majority of marriages, a man has the higher libido. And the woman has the lower libido. However, from my experience and from what I've read, roughly 10 to 20% of marriages have a role reversal where the female has the higher libido and the man has the lower libido. And this can be really difficult for both partners because in those types of marriages, the woman can feel really bad about herself because of the stereotype that men constantly want sex. So therefore, if her husband doesn't want to have sex with her or isn't interested, she takes it personal, understandably, and feels very undesirable. This also can be hard for the man with a low libido because of the same stereotype that men are supposed to be constantly wanting sex, so the man with a low libido can feel like there's something wrong with him, so he can feel inadequate and not like a man. So this is a tricky dynamic when this is current in your relationship, but I know it's current for a lot of you because several of you have asked me to do a podcast on this topic. So here we go. So nine ways to increase a man's libido. The first step, men, is to meet with a doctor to check if you have low testosterone. Now, testosterone tends to drop after your 20s by about 1% per year. So there's a natural decrease in testosterone as you age. And sex drive is connected to testosterone. So the higher the testosterone, the higher your sex drive. And because men tend to have a high level of testosterone, they tend to have high sex drives. However, that's not always the case. So if you're a man listening to this and you have low libido, first round, first step is to meet with your doctor to check and see if you have abnormally low levels of testosterone for your age. Second step to consider men is to better your physical health. The healthier you are physically, the higher your libido will become. So that includes exercise. So the more lean muscle tissue you have, the higher libido will become. The better you eat, the better nutritious food you eat, the better your diet, the higher your libido will be. The more rested you are, the better your libido will be. And the less, the least uh, amount of stress that you have, the less stress that you have in your life, the better your libido will be. So all those elements of physical health are going to increase your libido. So that's one angle to consider. So that's number two. Number three is relational barriers. So if you have resentment towards your wife, 
that you haven't resolved, if you have hidden hurts or hidden offenses that haven't been fully talked about and processed through and healed, there might be an emotional barrier to you with why you don't want to have sex. So that's something to explore with your wife or perhaps with an individual counselor or with a marriage counselor. But if you have some hidden barriers emotionally between you and your wife because of previous hurts or offenses, that might be blocking your libido. That might be why you don't desire her sexually because you need to work through the emotional trauma first before you're going to start desiring her sexually again. So that may be something you want to look into. The fourth is performance anxiety. So some men, especially men who have lower libidos, can have performance anxiety because perhaps at some point in their development, they had erectile dysfunction or they had premature ejaculation. And so now they've started to associate sexual activity with anxiety. So they get nervous, they get anxious, they have performance anxiety. And then that creates a vicious cycle because the more anxious they are, the more likely they're going to have erectile dysfunction. So now they feel even more anxious and now they start avoiding sex. So anything that's unpleasant, we tend to avoid it. And if sex has become a negative for you because of performance anxiety, then that may be something to focus on. I knew a couple one time, and the woman had the higher sex drive, and anytime she knew her husband was about ready to orgasm, she would say, no, 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 and she'd get upset. And this poor guy got so anxious around their sexual activity that lo and behold, he developed performance anxiety and erectile dysfunction, and then he started avoiding all sex altogether. So if you have some performance anxiety, you might want to talk this through with your wife and what could lower your anxiety. One tip is to focus more on clitoral stimulation rather than penetration. The majority of women don't derive much pleasure anyway from intercourse because there's not enough clitoral stimulation. So consider rethinking what sex looks like. Consider rethinking your approach to sex. Perhaps the new approach should be focus more on clitoral stimulation, so oral sex to your wife and manually stimulating her clitoral area and her vulva and pleasuring her that way. So just because you may not be able to get an erection, for example, doesn't mean you can't still enjoy sexual activity. And by focusing on pleasuring your wife, that takes off the pressure to perform and that often will create enough relaxation for you to perform. So that's one thing to consider is focus more on clitoral stimulation rather than penetration. The fifth idea to consider is you may need to elevate the importance of sex. So if you have a low libido, sex is probably not on your mind. You don't think about it. It's not a priority. But you may need to reconsider that because just because you're not thinking about sex or desiring it does not mean it's not vitally important for your marriage. Because sex is a central component of a healthy marriage. It's the glue often that will keep a couple together. It's supposed to be the culmination of your love and it also creates love. And when you're having intercourse and when you're orgasming and when you're touching skin on skin, it's releasing oxytocin in your brain, which is the bonding chemical. So we're wired to enjoy one another intimately in marriage because it keeps us bonded. So if you have a low libido, you may need to rethink how important sex is and elevate the value of it for the overall health of your marriage. Number six is you're not going to probably feel any arousal until after foreplay begins, not before. So this is a trap. 
So say your wife is aroused and she wants to have some sexual activity, but you think to yourself, I'm not aroused, and so I I can't or I won't. I don't want to engage. So if you have a low libido, most likely you're not going to feel any arousal until after foreplay begins, not before. So you can't base your openness to sexual activity on if you're aroused because you have a low libido. Most likely you're not going to be aroused. However, you should base it on, am I open to getting aroused? Am I open to starting to engage sexually? Am I open to sexual contact? Because if I'm open to that, even if I don't feel arousal initially, there's a good chance I could start feeling arousal. So don't base your decision on if you're going to be sexually active on if you feel arousal, because it will probably never be there. So instead, base base it on if you're open to start feeling it after foreplay begins. Number seven, how could your wife possibly be sexier to arouse you? That's one thing to consider. Sometimes you may desire your wife to dress a little more sexually or to flirt a little more sexually or to do things that are a little more erotic in the bedroom, things that will turn you on or start your motor revving. That's one thing to consider is what types of modifications or changes would you love for your wife to make that would make things more enticing for you? And that could kickstart your libido. So that's a conversation to have with your wife if there's any topics like that that she could do that would make you more sexually attracted and drawn and excited to engage with her. Number eight is consider scheduling sex. When a couple has roughly even sex drives, they don't need to schedule sex because they're equally thinking about it or not thinking about it. However, that's very rare. Most marriages, there's a high libido and a low libido. So that creates issues because the high libido person is thinking about sex, wants sex. The low libido person is the last thing on their mind. The solution a lot of times is to schedule sex because if you schedule sex, you're both on the same page. Because you know, Wednesdays at noon, we're going to have our nooner on hump day. And so you're both at the same starting line. So the high libido person can anticipate Wednesdays at noon, hypothetically. So it gives them a sense of anticipation and control in 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 a topic that they usually feel like they have no control. And the low libido partner, it gives them a chance to get ready. So for men, if you have that low libido and you know you're going to have sex on Wednesday with your wife, that gives you a chance to start priming the pump, so to speak, to start thinking sexually about your wife. Perhaps you need to take an extra nap or go for a run or whatever you need to do to clear yourself to get ready so you are there at the same moment that she is and you're both at the same starting line at the same time. That's the benefit of scheduling sex. Number nine is if you are looking at pornography, you need to eliminate it. If you have a low libido and you're looking at porn, most likely that's your sexual outlet. And that is not being a helpful or contributing or one eye in one eye out partner. If you're there looking at porn and that is your sexual outlet and then you have no sexual desire for your wife, that is not healthy and that's not right. So you need to consider weaning off porn if you're looking at pornography so that the sexual energy you have is directed towards your wife, not towards images on a screen. Another thing that's happening with chronic porn users is the level of stimulation is so high in porn that when they stop looking at porn and transition over and try to have sex with a real person, a real woman, it's almost impossible to 
because the level of stimulation is so much lower. So a lot of chronic porn users are reporting erectile dysfunction for that reason because a real woman can't compete with this barrage of images online that are highly stimulating. There's no comparison. So you need to wean off porn if that's you so that you can become more sensitized to your wife and to her naked body and to her eroticism so that that is exciting for you. But if you're looking at porn and that's where your sexual outlet is or you're looking at chronic porn, you're going to automatically feel less libido in your marriage. So those are nine ways to increase a man's libido. Number one, meet with a doctor to check if you have low T, testosterone. Number two, increase your physical health through exercise, diet, rest, and lowering your stress. Number three, to consider if you have any relational barriers, wounds, or hurts, or offenses you need to work through with your wife. Four, consider if you have performance anxiety and one solution is to make your focus more clitoral stimulation rather than penetration focused. Number five is you may need to elevate the value and importance of sex. Number six, consider engaging sexually because you're not going to feel aroused until after foreplay begins, not before. Number seven, consider how your wife could dress sexier or be sexier or how the sexual encounters could be more erotic. That would naturally increase your desire. Number eight, consider scheduling sex. And number nine, consider eliminating porn so all of your sexual energy is going towards your wife. Thank you for listening to the Marriage Steps podcast. If you enjoyed the episode today, please subscribe, click the five stars, and leave a review. For more marriage resources, go to my website, drwyattfisher.com. That's D-R-W-Y-A-T-T-F-I-S-H-E-R.com. And follow me at facebook.com forward slash Dr. Wyatt Fisher or on Instagram at Dr. Wyatt Fisher. Also, if this podcast has made a positive impact on your relationship, or if you'd like to give me suggestions on other topics I should cover, I would love to hear from you. My email is info at drwyattfisher.com. And remember, your marriage is alive. If you care for it, it will thrive. And if you don't, it will die. The choice is up to you. Take care.